There you go. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes. Now I can fucking hear you. Okay, we're just going to get started. So I'll give it to 15 seconds and we'll start. Damn, no foreplay at all, huh? We've had enough. It's been like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like to be teased. You like to be teased? You know, I kind of feel like this, this part is going to stay into the, uh, <laughs> into the podcast. <laughs> So we're just gonna we're not gonna edit this one. We're gonna let the stupid the stupid fly. So anyway, everyone, welcome to Out the Airlock. We've been trying to get this going for like twenty fucking minutes. Um, Spotify, fix your fucking app. Um, anyway, I'm Joseph with Stephen and Justin, and we're gonna talk about the 1985 movie, The Stuff. Uh, the stuff was like I just said, released in 1985. It was written and directed by Larry Cohen. Uh, this movie stars Michael Moriarty, who you might know from that's the guy from uh, Law and Order, wasn't it? Michael Moriarty? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Has first, first like four yeah. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andrea Markovici, Garrett Morris, who you might know from the from. Black Scorpion, he played Argyle. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Paul Sorvino, also from the first few seasons of Law and Order. Scott- that's why I was confused. Though. <laughs> Hang on. No, that's the other guy. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Sorvino is like season three or four. He shows up. Yeah. 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 Uh, Scott Bloom, Danny Aleo, I'm mispronouncing that probably, and Patrick O'Neill. So, um, so. Larry Cohen has, has written it. Uh, did, 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 I can't talk. Anyway, so Larry Cohen wrote um, some horror movies. He wrote It in the 70s, It Lives. He wrote um, Uncle Sam from the 90s, The Maniac Cop. Um, and he had three story credits on Columbo, which I absolutely adore that show. Uh, he wrote one of my favorite episodes, Candidate for Crime. Uh, one of the stars of, the, of this film, Patrick O'Neill, uh, who plays the guy who owns the company that the stuff is, we'll say, air quotes, produced in, uh, was also in two episodes of Columbo. He was he was the murderer in Blueprint for Murder, and he was a TV executive in the episode Make Me a Perfect Murderer. Uh, so, so this movie was released on June 14th of 1985 and was filmed in New Paltz, New York on a budget of about a little over a million and a half and was released through New World Pictures. Now, even though there's parts of this movie where they're in, I think, Georgia, all the plates, license plates in this movie are um, New York plates, regardless of where they go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... So um, I just want to say, uh, basically, this movie is uh, when a delicious white goo begins oozing from the earth, it is marketed as the newest dessert fad. But a side effect of the stuff is when zombie-like snackers wanting to consume more and more stuff, it starts to infest the world. Um, That's basically the point. The movie opens up with a guy in the middle of a quarry, like, do-do-do-do-do sees it bubbling like Texas tea, like he's Jed Clampett <laughs> instead of like, what, what is this? He, uh, he fucking eats it. Like 
who the fuck eats like, oh, this is coming from the ground. Yeah, I'll have a taste. Like, what the you know fuck? who? It's Somebody like... from Georgia. <laughs> and, and, and then he goes, hey, you know what? Other guy who was here with me, you should totally eat this. This guy just, just does, does it. it. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, because he's from Georgia too. He's from I Georgia. Mean, I get it. They're bored as this group, but like, holy crap. <clears throat> It wasn't a Florida man. At least it wasn't a Florida man. As a Floridian, I take pride in the fact that it wasn't a Floridian. <laughs> a Florida man. Yeah. Um, we would do it too, though. Yeah, we probably would. All right, I mean, I if you waited too, I'd be like, yeah, I'll try it. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know about Steven or you, Justin, but honestly, I'd be dead because I probably would have fucking eaten this shit. <laughs> <laughs> not from the ground mind you not from the ground but i would have bought that shit oh yeah joe's like i gave it a sniff test it's good one. what's that yeah day one yeah <laughs> um so, so i just want to say the dad at the beginning of the movie fuck that dad <laughs> <laughs> fuck you dad Yelling at the kid because he woke up in the middle of the night and was fucking hungry or whatever. Or whatever it is, it's like, fuck you, dad. You're a dick. But I will say this. The 18 curtains and um, the bed set uh, reminded me, because back in the 80s, I actually had a Dukes of Hazard bed set. And back in the day, bed sets came with, like, the curtains, the pillowcases, the comfort, like, the sheets. Maybe not like a comforter because I don't remember a comforter, but I had the sheets, I had the pillowcases, I had the curtain, I had Bo and Luke on my wall. I was a big Dukes of Hazard fan in the 80s, obviously, as were most kids my age. But uh, that I thought that was kind of cool that they had the A-team stuff. Um, I had the Rambo bed set, so the, I get it. All those sheets, all that stuff smelled the same, too. It did. It was, all, it was probably yeah. made in some sweatshop in china let's let's be on let's be honest so steven did you have any weird bed sheets like that as a kid like did you have the a-team dukes of hazards uh, uh the empire strikes back i think it was one of the stories oh. i think it was empire <laughs> i think that's a passage as a kid you have to have like bed sheets that are like some television show or movie as a kid. Steve like, said that and endorphins release in my brain. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, good times. Uh, that's um, the good stuff. The good stuff. So let me uh, some give you some gooey trivia here while we're talking about gooey stuff. <laughs> Don't uh, call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a white gooey trivia. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take um, this, this, this it's coming at you. Put it in your mouth. Get this, 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 uh, this, uh, white gooey, gooey trivia that bubbled from the earth. Um, close your eyes, everybody. It's coming. Close, close your eyes. So, um, many things stood in for the stuff: uh, Hagen Doss, ice cream, yogurt, yeah. and and for one shot, fire extinguishing foam. And of course, you know, super. Don't accidentally him. eat that. <laughs> yeah, don't eat that. Don't be like the kid eating the shaving cream and then he puked in the back of the car. God, 
I'm amazed it took him that long. <laughs> I thought I was always like, I, I mean, I've actually gotten shaving cream in my mouth before when shaving, but like, yeah. I I don't really feel like you should. I always felt like it was uh, maybe not toxic, toxic, but maybe not safe to eat. You know, maybe I don't know. It was the '80s. Who knows what the fuck was in it back then? You got that big can of barber sauce spraying in a yogurt cup. Yeah. <laughs> Considering the way most things were back then, probably lead. Probably <laughs> lead. <laughs> just like, just like the paint in the walls. <laughs> um, did you all notice that Clara Peller? She's famous from um, being in the Wendy's campaign from the nineteen eighties. Where's the beef? Uh, that was hugely popular. Uh, she's in it in a, in a commercial asking, "Where's the stuff? Where's the stuff?" Yeah. Oh, you know, she sounded familiar, but I didn't catch it was actually her. Yeah, it was her. Um, and Ch- uh, Justin's favorite character, Chocolate Chip Charlie, his name oh, yeah. was inspired by the famous Amos Cookies. So, Chocolate Chip Car- Charlie, famous Amos Cookies. Uh, what do you mean, Justin's favorite character? That's like, if you've watched that movie and it's not your favorite character, we weren't watching the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I actually do really like I really did like his character. So spoiler alert, he at some point becomes I don't know zombie stuffified stuffed. Like, is there a name for like a verb dude, or adjective? Dude, dude, <laughs> dude if we, we abandon him, getting taken over. You would like getting stuffed. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> the the innuendos in this movie write themselves. <laughs> in that scene with Chuck, he got stuffed. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's just this awkward scene of somebody trying to force his mouth open. Just and, yeah, uh, get there. Somebody um, yelling at him to swallow. It's not good. It's not good. Not good. They, swallow. No. Chocolate chip Charlie, do you spit or swallow? You better swallow, bitch. I don't like where this is going. That took a dark <laughs> turn, dude. <laughs> uh, um, Joe, I do not enjoy these glimpses into your personal life. He really was the best character in the movie. Like, um, oh, um, the brothers in the film. So the kid and um, his brother—they're they're real life brothers. So they they're actually real brothers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and are we still in the trivia section? <laughs> yeah, because we could, I keep I keep uh, I keep I keep um, we I keep making innuendos that derails us. So, um, according to the Anchor Bay DVD release of this movie, right? I'm a terrible host. Um, John Cena would be ashamed of the host at pay-per-view last night as of recording. Uh, So, Anchor Bay DVD, according to the commentary, uh, do you remember the hotel scene where the stuff starts attacking Mo? His name's David, but we're going to call him Mo because he goes, people call me Mo because I keep getting Mo money or wanting Mo money. Or whatever. So Mo, we're gonna call Mo. Yeah. Um, 
He, that's the same set as the Nightmare on Elm Street where Glenn is killed. Same set. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And Glenn was Johnny Depp's character in a Nightmare on Elm Street, for those who don't know. And if you don't know, Alex has seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I think that's a rite of passage. Everyone should see that movie. Actually, my wife's friend Bailey, I don't think, has seen that movie. And I haven't, I've, I've wanted to make her go through all the I made her go through all the Friday the 13th films, even the final Friday, Jason Goes to Hell. Fuck that movie. That movie sucks. That movie's just boring. Fuck that movie. The only good thing about that movie is the guy who played in the show Friday the 13th is in that movie, and I like him. Um, uh, Yeah, that's that's actually pretty much all the trivia, except that I mentioned earlier uh, Paul Sorvino and uh, Michael Mor- Moriarty playing um, Law and Order from together from ninety one to ninety two. <laughs> ben Stone. This is what we could have done without the Paul Sorvino character. Paul, Sor- <laughs> what wasn't he a racist? Did he make like some racist remarks in this movie? Dude, yes. Like, towards, I think he did one towards like Chocolate Chip Charlie or some shit. Like it was all, it was all towards Chocolate Chip Charlie. I mean, the comedy mm-hmm. jokes that were funny, but then he was like. All right, little black man. I'm like, your name's Sorvino, sir. Like, <laughs> like I forgot what his character's name is, but I'm like, I'm like Colonel Spears. Colonel Spears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, to to reiterate the premise, um, the reason, the motivation for Mo, Michael Moriarty's character Mo is hired by the people that own different candy companies to figure out why this stuff is so popular. So along the ways he meets, uh, I believe Jason is the kid and he meets uh, Nicole who does the advertising for the stuff. And so they go on this to figure out what's going on, what, what's caused, why is it so popular and what's going on with it. And you also, he runs into chocolate chip, Charlie who's actually trying to find the same thing. And they meet in Georgia. I, be- I believe it's Georgia where they meet. And yeah. they and they separate. And then you don't see Chocolate Chip Charlie again until late in the third act for like the last, per, per, the last get, getting stuffed. Until, I was going to say, <laughs> until he gets stuffed. Until he gets stuffed. <laughs> um so Mo encounters the kid because he hears about the kid who goes into the grocery store and destroys all the displays and starts shattering faces. And all I three of us, you know, <laughs> I, all of us worked in that. All of us worked in a grocery store. In fact, we all worked in the same grocery store. And <laughs> as much as I, I get what the kid did, the inner grocery store working part of me was like, Fuck that kid, because Alex, someone's got to clean that up. Someone's got to clean all that up. <laughs> uh, there anyway, weren't any cameras that worked in that store. They would have taken that kid down yeah, hard. One of our old managers. He would have been like, rock bottoms. Like, <laughs> one of our old managers would be like, Scott Crew to the dairy aisle! <laughs> Drop kick that little bastard. Drop it, that shit. Um, so, so they never explain what the stuff is. Have you all noticed that? Yeah, they uh, just 
like yeah. they made it seem like it was something like alien, but they never really they never like confirmed that. Yeah. What it was just saying. like here's this stuff. And that's why it's the called the stuff because nobody knows what the hell it is. The hell it is. Yeah. Like, it's the stuff, whatever. Like it's it's apparently know. refrigerated and frozen because if you notice in the grocery store scene, it's in coolers and it's in freezers. Yeah. Well, it's but, also just on the shelf. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's also just on the shelf. So so apparently yeah. doesn't need uh refrigeration, but maybe it does. Yeah, I think uh, I think they made it seem to where like basically refrigerating it freezing it or just keeping it regular like gave it different textural components yeah but that basically it could be used to supplement like any type like if you had the stuff you didn't have to eat any other type of food because it just replaced everything and that's why uh chocolate chip charlie and these other people were so worried about it because it basically was putting out every other type of food on the market so everybody was pissed about it and then it seems like at the end and we're going to spoil the ending they they don't they're they they become in on it because the same people that hired mo on the boat at the beginning of the movie where this movie opens well the opening shot's actually the georgia man eating the shit bubbling from the ground because you know that's what i guess you do um but like when the when you're introduced into Mo would be would be better. Uh, Mo is being hired by the guy that seem to um, that yeah they seem to be hired, but they they end up becoming part of it. I don't know if anyone else noticed that as well. Like at the end of the movie, yeah, yeah. dude, and like. I I really like this movie as like a satire of like capitalism and consumerism because like just the fact that like this entire movie the stuff is just some shit they pumped out of the ground and then it straight up comes out in the media where this shit kills people and they go oh hey we tested it and figured out that we if we only put 12% of this crap into some new stuff it'll be super addictive but it won't kill anybody so we just use that formulation and we can just print money and i'm like yeah that's kind of bullshit i was i would expect from these kind of people yeah so because they uh they because they 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 go to like they go to see someone who works for the was it usda the usda for it and the the guy right yeah, the guy with the dog, yeah. and the guy didn't eat it, but his dog ate it. But they, that was so he, creepy, dude. That was one of the creepiest things in this whole movie. Hey, buddy. I <laughs> see. I got a big dog too, and like I can only imagine having to be scared of this guy. Be like, hey, buddy, you, you need you need your crack. You need your crack. I'm gonna get you your crack for you, buddy. Like, no, no, that's that's I mean scary. Because you know the dog's just watching you all the time. Mm-hmm. Dude. Like, nope. Like, the first, like, I would say <clears throat> two-thirds. Like, I, I, I really enjoy everything kind of up until Paul Zorvino shows up. Because <laughs> yeah, his character is just too much. But everything yeah. else is, like, really intriguing and 
it's like scary because they're on their own. And then all of a sudden Paul Sorimino shows up being all like racist and with like dudes with mullets and guns who keep staring at the camera, by the way, nobody told these extras not to stare at the camera because everybody in the fatigues, they're staring directly at the camera. Mm-hmm. Almost every scene. Um, like the only, the only part I thought was funny was when they were about to like, they were trying to get into the facility and the guy was like, oh, sure, I'll let you in, but but I'm going to shoot you first. And then they like shot him in the head before he had a chance to do anything. That I thought that was kind of funny. Other than that. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah like, other than so that. Weird. I was yeah. like, what just happened? <laughs> like, why'd you, why'd you bother like Why'd you bother like having the whole setup in the first place? You're just going to shoot the guy. Like All he did was unlock it. You could have got the key. But yeah, every up until Paul Servino showed up, like I liked where it was going because it was really like, you know, it was like two or three people against this whole like corporation, which was really cool. Um, and the only thing I did, and like Mo was such a douchebag. I really hated the fact that Mo just like left Chocolate Chip Charlie in this diner in the middle of Georgia, in the middle yeah. of bunkfuck Georgia. And it's even Charlie's looking around like, oh, it's a little, it's a little monochromatic in here. And Mo's like, yeah, hey, you'll be all right. And he just leaves. So, yeah. yeah, and he's like, go, go find my friend. I did think, <laughs> I did think, um, the, I did think he was. I, I do think that some of the stupid parts of this movie is where the where the kids like, hey, I'm just gonna like climb into this tanker truck. And hope to God I have a way to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, and how did? And how did yeah. they not see him at the at the plant when he was on top of the tanker? Like, I feel like he should have been visible. Was that anyone else feel that way? Dude. Uh, yeah, but the stuff could also make you stupid. Like it's just like yeah, where it's like it's just like oh no, so like they just have plot camouflage. It's fine. It's like plot yeah. armor, uh, and uh, the the one thing that is my major complaint about this movie is the pacing is weird. Like, because it goes from like discovering the stuff to okay, now it's been on the market for an indeterminate period of time, and like all uh. the branding and the marketing has already been done and all that kind of stuff, and it's like a thing that exists and has existed for a while, and. Yeah. yeah, and then it's just like somehow in between what covered and how it's been for a while, nobody noticed that things were really bad, and then they just got super bad minutes. Like, and I was just like, "What?" But like, I really want to see like the director's cut of this movie because from everything I've read about it, it was like much like a much more of a slow burn satire like complete like almost not even a horror movie type thing where it was just yeah creepy as shit but mostly just like isn't it messed up that companies would do this sort of stuff and yeah and and that's what it was supposed to be i think it was supposed to be a satire but it was marketed as a horror film, and it's not really like you said. It's not really a horror film. Yeah. Um, it's it it's a satire, but like 
because I mean the chocolate chip Charlie stuff and the stuff with the dog. Basically, anything when anybody gets stuffed, it's terrifying for like a minute, and then it's just yeah. like back into the stuff. And I think honestly, having like that juxtaposition of like everything seems normal and it's completely fucked and then it's back normal again and just having it to where it's like everybody's trying to pretend that it's all okay even though you can tell that it's really messed up yeah because yeah. like yeah it, the pacing is off because they cut it was cut to increase the pace which actually throws off the pacing and the feel of the movie and apparently they found, in 2021, they found the long-lost cut. And I hope it's... Because I bought the DVD, or the Blu-ray. And I think this is the latest Blu-ray version of the movie released by Arrow Video. Yeah, it came out. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think I have the latest version of it on Blu-ray. And um, I would love to see this released maybe by, like, Shout Factory or Scream Factory is their horror, the horror, I think, side of Shout Factory, which again, this isn't, I wouldn't really consider this a horror film. It's a, it's a satire with horror elements. I, and that's what I feel. Um, but Stephen and uh, Justin also said the pacing they, when we were talking about this a couple days ago. Uh, and you're right. It's just, it's kind of all over the place. And I don't think it's the fault of the director or the writing. I think it's just because of the cut of the film and that could also be due to a lot of that kind of stuff seems to be like studio interference stuff to me, at least when I read about that kind of thing while watching in talking about movies or just watching a movie in general, then reading trivia about it. It seems like a lot of that stuff is because of studio interference, but I do have a question for y'all when, when they, when they get pulled over in the tanker uh, after they, they steal it and they're, they're fleeing. After they have the big the big battle, so so to speak, at the quarry, um, and they get pulled over and they start pretending to eat the stuff to get the cop to eat it or security guard. Did, did y'all? I honestly look like Nicole had some of that on her face or in her mouth, some of the stuff, like she was getting stuffed. You know, I was thinking that myself, just because. I, I wasn't sure if that was, like, their intention or if it was just, like, a comedy error based on, like, how shit happens. But, yeah, like, Justin just can't get over the fact that we're calling them doing that, getting stuff. He just getting stuff. Got <laughs> we call that stuffed. She got, yo, she totally got stuck, yo. <laughs> well, but, okay, so, I it's, it, uh, you must have to have a lot of it because, like, all right, it's, that's oh what God, I'm it's gonna sound too. so weird. The end of the movie, she gets a big glob right in her mouth. She and gets so she, she she gets stuffed in the mouth. <laughs> and nothing anyway. happens. I wasn't even trying to say it bad, but that's what <laughs> happened. I don't know how else to say it, but she did. This it was a giant like when I don't she know. Was it was it was a giant like quart of ice cream just right there on the, her face. I, it, so, it magically disappeared, but I, she was so fine. I, so when Chocolate Chip like, trying to stuff uh, her stuff her at the end of the movie, uh, 
You know, all right, so, all right, so we're getting so dirty. But, you know, seriously, <laughs> when Chocolate Troops started, started acting all weird, I was, I immediately went to, like, uh, God, who was that creepy producer who got caught a few years ago? Are you uh, talking about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, because he was just, like, grabbing her hand, and he started shaking. I'm like, oh, my God, is he Weinsteining? Because, like, I didn't know, when I first started watching it, I didn't realize that he was, I thought he was being weird. It didn't. Uh, it didn't automatically occur to me that he had the stuff got to him. You know what I mean? He, 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 he's he just grabbing her hand and he just starts shaking. I'm like, he's being weird. <laughs> like, oh, he, like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. so, so you were, you were, you were like, oh man, he he got stuffed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was. Yeah. I was I, I feel like, like this is gonna be a new joke between us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I I was sad when it turned out Chocolate Chip Charlie, but I had a feeling he was when they went into the room to rehearse the the, the studio, the extra studio to rehearse. Yeah. And I did find it odd that Paul Sorvino's character owns like a bunch of radio stations. Just that's kind of convenient. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like they went to Alex Jones or something like that. You know, <laughs> they're like, Alex, you were right. He's like, I knew it. You know, tonight, tonight on Joe Rogan. <laughs> the stuff. Oh, God. But, um, all right. See, so I will say this like, uh, after all the years or however long people were addicted to this stuff, they turned on it awfully mighty fast. Yeah, after they did. one yeah. radio broadcast. Man, they turned on that stuff like it was Bud Light. Like they just they just flipped the switch. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they, they, they abandoned shit up. They they abandoned it like Target. <laughs> like it was probably one of those things where there was a current of, boy, this seems weird. And then yeah. Confirmed, and they went, nope, to do with that. Nope. It's done. Because because like. Um, yeah, because they did turn on it really quickly. I figured, and and then at the end when they're talking to um, the head of the co- owner of the company who owns the stuff, sorry, his name's not in front of me. I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm really ill prepared. I I always bring up the IMDb page, but mm. and that's just so I have references. But I always like click through different things while we're talking, just in case there's something I catch. Uh, Fletcher, Patrick O'Neill's character, Fletcher is the owner of the company that produces the stuff. And at the end, he forces him and uh, one of the guys from the beginning of the, uh, the, from the boat to just sit there and eat the stuff. Like they brought in a bunch of it. Uh, and yeah. You, yeah. And then you find out the stuff goes, um, it goes uh, black market. So, so yeah. like seeing that a possible sequel could be made, but this movie, this movie, this movie doesn't lend itself to sequels. I think in concept and or just how it was, this just just the movie in general. Like to me, this isn't like a sequel. It's not like it's not like Night of the Living Dead where you could make a zombie sequel movie because it even the even though the original kind of lended itself to just being a standalone film, and you can even look at all of. Romero's dead films even though we're just going to talk we're when we say when I say Romero's dead films I'm just talking about the film uh Night mm. Dawn uh cutting 
not diary not i like not the other one that came out after diary i can't remember the name i, I saw it those are good like land of the dead Rival of the dead. Uh, yeah land of the dead and then there was diary of the dead and then the other one i can't remember the name of it um i did watch it it, it was all right but anyway like even though they're sequels in a trilogy um they're all standalone films in their own right if you think about it like they continue the story but in in itself it's a standalone film but like Night of the Living Dead was you know he he probably had an idea for sequels at who knows it was 1968 but like this movie doesn't lend itself to being a sequel like the stuff to stuff get stuffed or the stuff to stuffed harder like where where would you go from here <laughs> like with the satire element and like i said it's not really a horror film so unless unless you're fighting off the hordes of the the stuffed the former humans that are now stuffed um where do you the go the ones that are stuffed harder oh stuffed dude. harder like i could totally see the movie being made though cuz i mean like they could do so much with it because it, it would be like they it gets found and then like like the kid that from this one he ends up doing some stuff on like social media and people start finding he like stuff about it and it ends up like real big on TikTok or something like uh just a whole bunch of just like consumerist shit where it's like a bunch of influencers on social media or like having mukbangs where they're fucking eating the stuff and shit like that. And, that would be uh, an interesting, like, not, I don't want to say like a direct sequel, but like, or a re, I guess a reboot or a remake. That'd be kind of interesting spin on it because of how influential social media and influencers have become with pushing products. That would but but in the remake, do we still get the old man from Georgia eating it from the ground and calling his friend over to do the same? Dude, like, it could <laughs> be like they find out about the stuff because some old dude is doing it on a Facebook Live or some shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> have, have you? It's, it could, you know, they could sequelize this and have it, like you're saying, like with Facebook. Because there's actually YouTubers and others that will try products that are no longer made. Like someone ordered a box of still sealed Batman cereal and they ate it. If and they straight up made a I'm serious. Where the yeah. stuff no, I know. And a dude yeah. like finds it like an, uh, a, a sealed box of the stuff from 1986. <laughs> like decides he's gonna open it and eat it and then it starts like an entire new outbreak of getting stuffed that would be fucking insane that and would be insane because because like everyone from the first like um michael moriarty i believe is still alive scott bloom who played jason he's still alive yeah andrea markovici who played nicole she's technically she's still alive she's like, technically still alive, still alive. Sorry, I was like, wait, is she dead? Is she alive? Charlie's still alive, man. Oh, is yeah, Argyle is still alive too. Yeah, Garrett Moore. But he technically died. 
This movie's writing and tone isn't consistent. Why should it's you know? Why should continuity be? Dude, continuity. It was a it was a clone. It can clone whatever. It can clone. (laughs) Yeah, why not? It could be that like the company that made the stuff still has been making crap, and they did search engine optimization to make sure that nobody knows what the hell the stuff is. And then when this dude like finds it and he's like, I've never heard of this stuff of you guys. And then he eats it and <laughs> everything up. Like, dude, there's so much that could be done there. Like, then it's there is, so I guess there is sequel potential here, but, but maybe, maybe not when it was first made, but mm-hmm. with the flux of social media. And I, I guess you're right. Cause you know, I didn't think about, a modern take of the film i'm thinking you know in 1988 or something so like originally yeah maybe not like a a sequel per se in the 80s but like a legacy sequel kind of like maverick top gun maverick or something where it's like we pick up the oh, tweeting theater. oh yeah it'll be that good it'll be that amazing dude hey. <laughs> the guy that played the kid in the first movie hit like he starts hearing about it because like his kid is on TikTok and she's like watching the video and shit and he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, huh? Ah, crap, <laughs> this again. <laughs> he's got yeah, because he's he he was born in 1973, so he's only 50 years he's, old. This year. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah, you're saying mm-hmm. that social media can you know make people question their you know previously considered to be you know factual scientific evidence and then question it for no other reason than you know they saw it on social media and with dude, the right is uh, that is that possible dude if well, they had to wear, like, <laughs> the stuff was actually killing people and then like the company and a bunch of other like like social media influencers were like yeah. spreading misinformation being like this stuff is not killing people and it's oh like god. oh god it's satire like, oh. Uh, so it's too much. real now it's too real <laughs> well i mean if you think about it even with the satire oh back god. then with the commercialization and this uh fads because you can look at this as and this just occurred to me because of what we're talking about think about the cabbage patch doll craze in the early 80s and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Think about te- Tickle Me Elmo in the 90s. Um, the stuff is basically it, it kind of represents that. Maybe maybe it's an afterthought on my part, but if you think about it, like it's talking about these fads and these crazes and people go crazy for it. And look at the, the fact that this stuff was able to bypass the USDA and get approved and all this other stuff. So like a sequel nowadays, dealing with influencers and social media and it does this versus it does that. And honestly, I think it would work as a, as a satire. I think it would, it, it would have to still remain a satire. It couldn't be yeah. played straight. It could not be played straight. Like, but not a hundred percent. No. The satire no. is where it, its home was. Like, yeah. it still have horror elements and stuff, but we got it. It would have to drill home that satire and just it could be, be honed in. It could be like a good version of the movie Antitrust, where they 
expose the Bill Gates character at the end <laughs> social media. Uh, but I actually, uh, so um, would y'all, obviously it, this is one of those movies where we all really liked it. Um, I'm glad I finally got down and bought it. And I'm glad I finally made a reason to watch it because I had been wanting to watch this for years. I've seen reviews on it. And I've seen pe- people talk about it, but you know, I'm like, what is this? And, and, you know, it's marketed as a horror film, which it's not it. And I would like to, I would honestly like to see the longer cut. Like I said before, um, does anyone have any other thoughts uh, on the film that we haven't talked about? I mean, I know we, we kind of like, we jump around and we're kind of random with what we talk about, but we just, this is all off the cuff stuff. And as we think about the movie and as we talk, this isn't, you know, I don't script everything except for the trivia and who stars in the movie and release dates. Sometimes I script my final thoughts uh, only when, because I don't know about Steven and Justin, but when I watch a movie, I want to escape real life for a little bit. Um, I understand the importance of documentaries because I do like documentaries. Uh, I do like films that do make you think. However, but when I'm watching, but I also like to escape and, I like, and I do like allegory tales. So I think, I think if you want to, I think allegory tales work. I like allegory tales. Sci-fi is a huge place to do that in, as opposed to like different genres. I think allegory tales work best in sci-fi. That's just my personal opinion. But do y'all have any thoughts on the film that we haven't discussed? Uh, If, if anyone listening to this, ever finds themselves in Georgia or anywhere else and there is a white hot substance bubbling out of the ground, don't eat it and don't get your friends to eat it either. It's just fucking gross. (laughs) Don't don't stuff yourself. Don't get stuffed. (laughs) Justin, do you have anything you'd like to to say? Uh, Yeah, if you're ever in Georgia and you see uh, a white, warm liquid just coming out of the ground. Go ahead and eat it. <laughs> oh, like that's Darwinism at work, and whatever happens happens. From what I just told them to do. <laughs> okay, like so, I'm gonna be in the. <laughs> you just want people to get out there and get stuff. Yeah, Justin just yeah. wants people to get stuffed. <laughs> hey, man, I want everybody. I want everybody to be stuffed and happy. You know what I mean? I just he just you wants know. everyone filled with white, white yeah. gooey stuff. The, st- the stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just surrender your will to the, to, to the, the white, white. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> I was just trying to make a ha ha, and it's becoming a dirty thing. And I, and, okay. Yeah, apparently, this episode of At the Airlock is sponsored by the stuff. Who knew? By the stuff, yes. Go get it wherever wherever the stuff gets stuffed, wherever the stuff yeah. is sold. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to wrap this up because I, I got some stuff in my fridge to eat. <laughs> Make sure you share it with your dogs. <laughs> um, hey, D'Artagnan, guess- you hungry? Uh, uh, so I, my final thoughts I kind of already said I think this is a great film um, I definitely think everyone should watch it at least once definitely not 
it definitely don't kick it out the airlock. This is actually a really good film, even with it being chopped up like it is. It's it it's satire. Don't don't watch this thinking it's a horror film. You have to watch it and know that it's satire. And um, I do have one more question for y'all. It's not related to the stuff. I wanted to ask because this got me this got me thinking talking about this movie. And recently, I was watching one of my favorite worst movies of all, like one of my favorite movies that's considered really bad. So I want to ask you all something. What is and and I do want to eventually get back to the eighties or not the eighties, but what's your um, what's your League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Because I do want to do that. I know we talked about it a couple podcasts ago, but with our schedules and missing and having to reschedule, I just figured we will get to it because I I still got to iron mine out, and I don't know about Steve and Justin, but I want to ask you. What is your favorite movie that everyone else or the general consensus of is bad? Like this, everyone's like, this movie sucks, but you love it. Do you all have a movie like that? I got a few. Uh, probably too many to count. We could do an entire podcast on that one. <laughs> we could, but do y'all, just, do you have one in, do you have one in particular? I'll- Share. I'll say mine because people seem to like not like it for some reason. I thought that the what was it, 2018? When Joe and I were talking about this, like the 2018, the Power Rangers movie is, is actually pretty well written. Not everything I want it to be, it was actually pretty well written, and I'll stand by it. Stand by it. All right. How about you, Steven? Yeah. Is there one in particular you want to share? There's uh, one in particular. Hmm. Uh, well, hmm. I don't know if there's one that's like bad that uh that I just really like, but I have I have one that I've had a lot of people tell me they didn't like it, even though there's a major franchise also known as the Lord of the Rings that wouldn't exist without the movie. And that is a movie called the frighteners with Michael J. Fox. That movie is the tits. And I don't care what anybody says. I love that. Movie. I, I watched that That's movie not... a year ago and I love that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I I'm thought it was that. pretty well loved. Yeah. I, I think I, I've met a lot of people who have either never seen it or didn't like it. And I'm like, what? I can see how they, people could miss it. And not have seen it, but I I don't understand how people could not like it. I don't, I don't, agree. I don't know. But there was like nothing about that movie that was terrible. Um, no. I I think y'all know which movie I'm gonna say. But my favorite bad movie, I think it's kind of got like a cult following now. Nightfall. <laughs> oh fuck no! That movie. Needs to die. <laughs> that movie needs to die a thousand deaths, a thousand thousand deaths. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Fuck it, fuck it. I hate that. I, I have never said I hated a movie until I watched Nightfall. And especially if you read the novella that is based on, and then you watch that piece of shit, then you're like, what the fuck? Damn you, Roger Corman. Damn you to hell for allowing that travesty to be shot. And, and if you want to know what he's talking about, we did an entire episode on it. We did. We did. <laughs> fucking hate that movie um no my 
favorite movie that's considered really bad involved the director being toked out of his mind. And it was his one and only director, director, uh, only film he's ever directed. And that is Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. I fucking love that movie. I fucking love it. I just finally recently bought it on Blu-ray on my Voodoo account. And I'm eventually going to, I want to pick up a physical copy of it as well. Because I fucking love that movie. That is one of my favorite movies growing up in the 80s. Dude, uh, question for you. I you're just talking about Maximum Overdrive, another Stephen King movie. Have you ever seen The People Under the Stairs? I fucking love The People Under the Stairs. <laughs> Dude, I saw that when I was a kid, and I was like, I love this weird-ass movie. <laughs> that movie was really good. Uh, Wes Craven, I believe, directed that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, Wes Craven directed that. Yeah, I love that movie. Because the brother and sister is mom and dad. Damn, we need to do that one on the podcast at some time. That'd be fun to talk about. With full weird. It is weird. Ooh, pardon me. Didn't mean to burp. Um, so with that being said, I guess uh, this movie should not be thrown out the airlock because the stuff is, well, it's addicting. I just can't get enough of the stuff. Just getting stuffed every day. I don't think you deadpanned that enough. I think you need to go for another <laughs> take on that one. Uh, part two. I take two. Um, <laughs> I love this film. Um, I guess the hard part about wrapping this up is I never know how to end this shit. <laughs> but this movie, <laughs> so that's why it's always so awkward at the we end. end up just never like, really uh, do. I guess, that's uh, it. I guess it's over. I guess that's it. But um, yeah. I really do feel like this is probably it because I, I don't think there's anything else to discuss. This is just this podcast is just three geeky people talking about movies they either like or they didn't like, and whether we should boot it out the airlock or not. Um, it's no longer about just science fiction films. Everything is fair game. And so next time on the podcast, I think we're talking about uh, Justin your movie, which is Blind Justice or something. I can't remember the name he said. Blind Fury. Yeah. Blind, Blind Fury. Fury. Rudger House. Yeah. Rud- I have never seen that movie. Oh, dude. So, uh, you are fuck. in for a treat. <clears throat> Get and- Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's dead, sir. Get his brother. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you want to watch Blind Fury, according to the IMDb, it is available on Tubi. Uh, and the stuff is actually, as of this recording is available to watch on Pluto TV, which is the Paramount-owned free TV service. Online. TV it's also service. on uh, AMC, Amazon, if you have it. Uh, I didn't even know I was subscribed to AMC, so I'm, yeah. I'm glad I found out. Yeah, it was on Tubi like two weeks ago, so I saw it like four times. <laughs> yeah, I went, to, I went to go look for it on Tubi, but it wasn't on Tubi anymore, the stuff that is. Yeah. So I couldn't be stuffed on Tubi. But I actually own the Blu-ray, so I just watched the Blu-ray. Now, the Blu-ray looks really good, so try to watch it in HD if you can. The weird part was is that the, the videos that played behind the trailer, you know, like on blue DVDs and Blu-ray, physical copies, they have, like, the, the, the – tra- I'm going to call it a trailer – but like the the menu video that plays in the background of the menu mm-hmm. menu screen, so none of that was in HD. So all of that was in like 480 or whatever the resolution would have been for the time period, uh, for four by three. 
for you know like your tv screen yeah and so none of that was like cleaned up or looked really good but the movie itself looked really good in blu-ray so i would say definitely check it out hopefully on i'm hoping on pluto it's in hd i would imagine amazon would have the hd version as well so definitely check this one out if you haven't seen it it's definitely a cult classic and it definitely deserves that status so next time it will be Blind Fury, and we will catch y'all next time. And for Christmas, I'm going to tell you guys this. I was talking to Justin about this. Um, so I'll bring it up to you. I'm, I want to do something special because each month we each take turns and we each pick a movie, and we have an order that it goes in. But for Christmas and for October, I kind of want to do, like, a special episode, like maybe something for Halloween and something for – for um christmas but not so much like in the order that we pick our films so what i'm going to do is is i'm going to come up with like a couple films if you guys are okay with this um and we'll vote on which ones to do for those two periods that sound cool to y'all sounds good justin sounds fine to me okay and then then we'll whoever was the last one will pick up the order from there because we each we each go in order we each pick a film and so that way we can all vote on it. And then that way it's kind of like all of us doing it. And then pretty soon I also want to do the one Steven suggested where we talk about a movie we all hated and how we would make it better. And of course, no surprise that movies nightfall. Fuck that movie. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it so hard. And I'm going to plan a, a, a time where we could do that one too. And that one won't fall in the order as well. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll work that into if everyone's cool. So with that being said, thank you all for listening. I know we don't get a lot of listeners, but um going into the next few weeks i actually want to try working on that and see what we can do to help build our audience so any final words from everybody i was just gonna say if anybody wants to find us on our social medias it's uh on what is it x now uh x (laughs) still call it twitter it's twitter it's 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 still i'm pretty sure the handle for the main thing isn't x is just at twitter so elon musk can't figure that shit out so i don't know uh yeah so find us wherever we have social media i think it's at out airlock on twitter uh yeah and yeah because i couldn't do out i couldn't do like out the airlock so it's like out airlock because someone has out the airlock and they don't post anything so i'm like you bastard yeah, because that because like when I googled the name of this podcast, because I always googled it because I wanted to see what would come up. Because I don't want to use a name that if we, let's say this does take off, and it could be just us as a, something for fun. It could be something you know that we, you know, I like talking to movies, and if this is an excuse to talk with movies with y'all, then that's what it is. But if it takes off and it becomes more, I'm all for that too, right? So I always Google it because I don't want any, I don't want to use a name that someone else is using. So I Googled like out the airlock and really nothing came up. So not even, so not even that came up. So that Twitter. So I was kind of pissed when I found out someone had it. I was like, you bastard. But you know, it is what it is. It's kind of like, it's kind of like celebrities trying to put their name on Twitter and then someone like beat them to it. So they have to be like something else. And it is what it is, but check us out, out airlock. Uh, on Twitter or X, and so um, at every time X. I don't know. I hate. I I don't know. It's stupid. I think 
I think calling it X is so stupid. Like, I get you wanted to make your... I, this isn't even me trying to be political. This is just me like, why would you change a name of an established thing? It already has been mentioned. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's whatever. But anyway, give us a listen. I'm going to work on ways to promote it so we can uh, gain more listeners. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. And y'all have a good night. And enjoy the stuff. Get stuffed! Gross. Hey, Joe. Yeah. I always know how to finish. <laughs> That's the way you let this end? That can't be the way this ends. Uh, That's how I end. That's how you end. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, I'm stuffed. You You're stuffed. <laughs> Fuck you with that. Uh, All right. Hashtag Um, get stuff. Hashtag get stuff. Uh, Hashtag I know how to finish. uh, You suck. Uh, uh, Hang on. Uh, What's the what's the what's the tagline for this movie? I didn't even look that up. Move. Ah. Oh, habit forming, mind controlling. Life absorbing, you can never get enough of the stuff. That's the tagline. But anyway, y'all have a good night, everybody. In- good night. Get stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs>